it is absolutely AI in action, which really is the name of the game because what we're looking for in contact centers are applications that enhance the customer experience, that enhance and improve the employee experience and does things cost effectively. Welcome back to the CX Pulse podcast. We're glad you're joining us. Welcome back to the CX Pulse podcast, where today we are diving into the big topic of AI in action, making it real in contact centers. And we're thrilled to have our expert with us, Donna Fluss, who is the founder and president of DMG Consulting. Donna, welcome back to the show. It's my pleasure to be with you again today, Amelia. Well, we're excited to dive in even deeper today. And with your role at DMG Consulting, you provide contact center and analytics research, market analysis, and consulting. So you are the expert. So let's kick things off with a big general question here. We hear so much about AI, and there are so many big claims about what it can do. So why don't you demystify it for us, demystify AI, and make some sense out of it for those of us who are just getting into the topic? It's a great question, and I'm really glad we're starting with that because there are so many misconceptions about what it is, what it should be doing, what it isn't, its impact on human beings. I'm going to start with the definition. So AI is a branch of computer science that's focused on the development of programs and machines, which are, of course, computers, to solve complex problems by simulating behaviors associated with intelligent beings. So AI doesn't think, but based on the application, it is intended to simulate cognitive thinking. So it's moving in the direction. The vast majority of the AI technology being applied in context center applications these days is actually machine learning, but a whole lot of other stuff is also coming in. Now machine learning or ML, as it's known throughout the industry, is the process in which a computer learns through experience rather than additional programming. And ML can be fully aided by humans. It can be entirely automated, which we don't recommend at this point in time, or it can be a combination of both. And an example of that is, let's say that you're using a IVA, intelligent virtual agent or assistant, whatever you want to call it, and the customers from a company ask some questions that it can't answer. The first time it hears one of those questions or sees one of those questions, it goes, hmm, this is interesting, and it puts it aside and transfers the caller or person sending in a chat to a live agent. And the second or third time it thinks to itself, because it has these capabilities, hmm, this is a pattern. I need to share these questions with my human controller. So that's where it's a fully aided, I mean, it's a combination of both automated and assisted. And in today's world, that's what we recommend. The excitement though about AI when it comes to contact centers and CX is that it's driving a total revamp of all the applications that we're using. So the fun has really just begun. (laughs) Well, and you're right. With contact centers, the amount of information coming into these programs and systems must just be massive. So how broadly has AI been rolled out in contact centers so far? And how's that process going? Well, AI technology has been rolled out very broadly in contact center systems and applications 
even though we're just in the early days, we're just at the beginning. We go back to 218, right? So one day a company said it didn't have AI and then literally overnight you'd go back to the website and everything was AI enabled. So we're about four years from there and the amount of innovation and practical capabilities that are being enabled by AI is nothing short of phenomenal. It's almost been an exponential series of enhancements. And we also think that within three to four years from now, the same thing's going to happen. So there's a lot of innovation going on. There are about 45 different categories of systems and applications and contact centers and vendors in every single one of them. Every single one of these segments is already either using AI by adding it to the application to enhance it or actually rebuilding the application on an AI framework. But this is just the beginning of what is going to continue to be you know, very effective improvements for these operating environments due to the capabilities of AI. Right. And it sounds like the capabilities with that exponential growth allows it to move at such a rapid pace, which is providing so much opportunity for contact centers. So what are some of the most common uses of AI for CX in contact centers these days? Well, the most common uses today typically fall in the area of natural language understanding and natural language processing, or I could say ASR, automated speech recognition, which is an AI technology. And that's something a lot of us have been talking about for years and years. Now, some applications are built on AI technology, such as IVA, intelligent virtual assistants, or interaction analytics, speech and text analytics. Those systems, by definition, the underlying technology is AI technology. And then there's other applications where AI has been added to them. Now, the two most common AI framework applications in the marketplace today are the IBAs, which use conversational AI to deliver a concierge-like self-service experience. And that's where you call up and you get a bot that may or may not sound like a human being. Best practice is to say that it is a bot, not a human being. And it will ask how it can help you. And then, Amelia, you would just talk conversationally to it and tell it what it is you'd want. And hopefully it would know what it is and not have to use machine learning to identify what needs to be enhanced. And so there's a lot of work in that area. The second most common application is interaction analytics, which most of us, as I mentioned a second ago, know it as speech and text analytics. And these applications use a variety of AI technologies, including natural language understanding and natural language processing. And what speech analytics does, its primary function on, when it's used on a historical basis is to be able to structure unstructured phone conversations, so you can see why that's AI, in order to help an organization understand why people are contacting them. However, there's a great deal of excitement about many, many of the other AI-based applications, including behavioral routing or predictive behavioral routing, which uses AI to match the skills, personality, and communication techniques of the agent to those of the customer. Now, I'm a Midwesterner, and when I first moved to New York, I used to watch people talk. <laughs> and I'm like, how do they get that many words in out of their mouths that quickly. 
Um, and I wasn't even hearing what they're saying. I was just watching them do their thing. Now, clearly, since I've lived here this long, I can obviously do it as you're hearing me do right now. But in the Midwest and in Chicago, we have a much slower pace. And we don't just go into a conversation. We'll always ask, how's the weather? Or something else just plain in order to establish a rapport. So, you know, what's clear just from that example is, you know, when you match the personality and communication characteristics of a customer and an agent, it's going to be a better conversation, particularly if you also make sure that that agent has the skills that you need, which you can also do with predictive behavioral routing. Another one is AQM. And of course, these things are almost all with acronyms, but this means analytics or automated quality management or quality assurance. And that's where we're using AI to automate the majority of the QM process. Now, quality management or quality assurance, whichever you want to call it, and we call it both in the contact center arena, is an application that's been around for 45 years or so. And it's used in order to determine and if an agent is adhering to their policies and procedures. It does other things as well. But conceptually, a supervisor or QA specialist listens to a conversation or reads a conversation and then goes through a checklist. Did they open properly? Did they verify properly? Did they do the two-factor verification when necessary? Did they communicate the right subject matter? Um, Did they use the right systems? Did they close properly? And that's a manual process, and it's been done that way. And it's important because there needs to be that level of oversight in this very important function. Artificial intelligence is able to do this on a fully automated basis. Um, And there will be false positives. There will be false negatives. But because it can very cost-effectively do 100% or up to 100%, the findings are going to be much more statistically valid. So, I mean, huge recommendation and push to people to please move to AQM. It will be better for your customers and it will be better for your employees. Now, another AI-based application that we're all running into is voice biometrics. And voice biometrics is used to automate the customer identification and verification process Another great one because it removes friction. So it removes friction for the customer. It removes friction for the poor agent who's asking a question like, what was your favorite breakfast cereal when you were three years old? Well, folks, if you remember that one, (laughs) you're a step ahead of most of us. Um, So it's also a great technology um, that needs to be adopted. And of interest, it's coming in through a lot of the IVAs today. The challenge with voice biometrics is getting people to go through the sign-up process. So again, lots of opportunity, but it is absolutely AI in action, which really is the name of the game because what we're looking for in contact centers are applications that enhance the customer experience, that enhance and improve the employee experience and does things cost-effectively. Now, the last one I wanna mention is something called real-time guidance. And this is where the AI application is literally listening with both ears. So it hears what the customer is asking for. And based on what it is it hears, it pops this information up 
to the agent. So instead of the agent spending all, you know, 50% of their time looking for the information, trying to figure out what went on, it just pops up. And it doesn't end there. A real-time guidance application will continue to listen to both sides of the conversation and enable the agent to deliver that outstanding customer experience. Now, there are also many contact center and CX applications where AI has been added to them, right? So the ones I talked about, these are built on an AI technology and an AI framework. That's one whole category. But there are things that are critical to our operating environments, workforce management, as an example. And workforce management, or WFM, as we know it, uses it to improve the forecasting and scheduling process. But, but folks, that's just the beginning of what it is we're going to do. AI is going to be used to totally improve and enhance the real-time intraday management. It's going to be used to enable our employees to do what's most important to them, which is to control their own destiny and their own schedules. We're also using it in surveying. All of us should think about how annoying it is to get these surveys popped up, popping up all the time. And there's primarily two times people will respond to surveys when they're really happy and when they're really ticked. You know, it's true, but it doesn't give the kind of information that we really need. AI can be used to determine the appropriate time, the appropriate channel, the appropriate survey. Another great thing. Now, another area of just tremendous excitement is something we're doing a lot of research on right now, knowledge management. So knowledge management is an application that agents go into or other employees go into to find the best practice, to find the right policy so that they know how to do things right. And the big issue with this application that's also been around for 45 years is the issue of garbage in, garbage out. What's amazing is that AI is being used to help with content curation and to really address these longstanding issues. So these are just a few of the exciting but very, very practical ways in which AI is being used in contact centers and in CX in general. Yeah, and Donna, it sounds like all of these tools would help with both employee retention on the contact center side, but also customer retention, because I want to interact with organizations that are easy to talk to. And when I know there's an AI solution there that's going to answer me quickly, I tend to ask questions more quickly and just get right to the point, which I think we all enjoy. So now let's speak specifically to organizations that are getting excited about their journey into AI, because there's clearly a lot going on in that world. So what advice would you give to organizations that are just getting started? So Advice varies, of course, by organization, but what's really critical for all of us to know, for the organizations as well as for customers, right, is that AI is here to stay. And so companies really need to get on board with this, but not just haphazardly by, you know, finding it in one application or deciding to go with another application. What we recommend is that companies go through a very thoughtful process of developing an AI strategy. And, you know, the AI strategy should not be, let's get rid of all of our systems and applications and just do AI. To begin with, AI is already in a lot of the applications that people are using. But 
the entire enterprise should put together a strategy and the contact center needs to put together its own strategy. And wherever possible, the contact center should reach out to other parts of the organization. They may be ahead of them. They may have AI initiatives already going on. Now, a lot of companies have already established an AI COE. So an AI center of excellence, again, another acronym. And this is really helpful because the purpose of the COE is to share best practices throughout the organization. Now, the one challenge I'll point out, and this is an ongoing challenge for us in the world of contact centers, if you reach out to the COE and they say, sure, we'd love to have you, and we're going to put your project out six, 12 you know, months, who knows, however, then it's great that you made the contact. But then what we suggest is that you do it alone, that you move forward, that you don't wait that six, nine, 12 months. And there are a lot of resources, you know, turn to the vendors. They're going to have some resources. You know, there are obviously third parties like us who can provide that resource. Lastly, just one other really important thing to keep in mind with AI. AI is an application, right? That's how we think about it. It's programming. So it's intended to simulate or replicate, you know, cognition, you know, the way people think, but it's a, it's a program. That's one piece of it. The second piece of it, and also a decision that organizations need to make, is they need to find the right repository of data. For AI to do its thing, it needs a massive repository of unified, tagged, and targeted data. So it's not just about going and, you know, bringing in, you know, Google or, or a, you know, or Amazon or, or IBM and accessing the, their, their data. Um, that may be very helpful and it may have some of what you need, but what you want to use is a data repository that's relevant to your business so that the system can find the kind of trends um, that, that it needs. And, and the last thing I want to say about all of this is that this is new. So we've got pra- lots of practical and actionable applications coming into the marketplace. AI is absolutely real, but we're just starting. And so please, folks, go in, as I said, thoughtfully, but don't wait. Right. And Donna, like you said, organizations that feel like they're just getting started, they may have banks of data in the woodwork that they can dive into that they may not even be accessing quite yet. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. The contact center in particular has massive repositories of data, and those repositories are very helpful for the contact center, but of interest also for the rest of the organization. And that's one of the reasons, Amelia, why If you can work with the enterprise COE, it's going to be beneficial for you and your department, as well as for the rest of the organization. Well, Donna, this is fascinating. I always learn so much from you every time we chat. So why don't you let everyone know where they can learn more about you and get in touch? Sure, with pleasure. If you want to discuss your AI initiatives, you want to discuss what you're thinking about, what you're planning please feel free to reach out to me at donna.fluss at dmgconsult.com or feel free to go to our website, dmgconsult.com and fill out one of those informational requests. And it would be our absolute pleasure to give you a hand. 
Wonderful. Donna, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on the CX Pulse podcast. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes.